from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. In about 15 minutes, Pitch 6 Reviews will check in. Blake Rafino down in the boot down in Louisiana. That'll be top of our two on this Wednesday edition. 615-844-5600. You just heard it in the intro, but that is the number. Text that. That is the encouragement that I try to influence here. That is your conduit to the show when you feel like I don't have a way to communicate. I don't call, Bill. I'm not comfortable with that. I don't like social media. Don't want to be in that. But I will text. There it is. 615-844-5600. On Twitter. Still call it that. At Bill is King. And you can email the show Bill is King 7, number 7, at gmail.com. Wednesday, happy Wednesday, as we're about to bump on into March. You realize Friday, we're at the Omni. We're going to be at the Omni. It's the first Friday of every month. Coach Pete will come by, hour one, Ole Miss EV. No Kevin Hagan this week. No Kevin Hagan and... Uh, Hour three, Brad will be with us, but we'll be at the Omni on Friday. If you happen to be in the downtown 615 area, come on in, check it all out. Love to see you if you can come on by. You know what is vitally important? Yeah, I'm going to sit here and proselytize a little bit. You know what is vital that we get to this morning right out of the... Right right when you hear the starter's pistol, right? Right out of the gate. You know what's vital that we get to in late February? 2025 recruiting rankings. Oh, my God. Is there anything more critical 
and long-standing and certainly the final arbiter of the truth, then towards the end of February, the upcoming senior class and their recruiting rankings. Nothing more vital, nothing more final than that. And by the way, you know me, I may be acting a little facetious here, but I am a huge recruiting fan. You know who's number one? That team that everybody except themselves says ought to be in the league. Should should get in the league. Notre Dame. Number one. Number two is Clemson. Yeah, I thought Clemson wasn't about real, real high recruiting rankings. They didn't win two national championships because they were ranked number one and number two in recruiting. Number three, LSU. Now, these are final. Yeah, it's it's end of February. Might as well just book these. This is it. Can't change. No, no, no. This can't move around any. Number four, Buckeyes. Oh, they just got hit with some violations. Oh, my God. The world's ending there, too. Minor violations, but nonetheless. Five is Penn State. Six is Boomer Sooner. Seven would be War Damn Eagle. Georgia, number eight. See, Georgia, I I told you they were slipping. Oh, my God. Did you see this? Number eight. Kirby, Kirby forgot how to recruit. About two weeks ago, I don't know if I reported this to you. Maybe it was three weeks ago. Kirby just woke up one day and couldn't recruit. Don't know why. They're number eight there. Number nine's Wisconsin. They're not about recruiting rankings. What's up with that? Number 10 would be Rocky Top, Tennessee. I'm not going to keep going. Let me just give you a few others. 14 is Texas. 15 is Florida State. Hogtown is 16. Aggies are 18. Iowa's not about rankings. They're 19. The U is 22. Michigan is 26. Stanford, did I skip over Bama? Bama's number 36. I knew it. It's over. Oh, my gosh. Might as well just call a press conference today and say, you know what? We thought about it, and actually, there is no tomorrow after Nikki. We're just going to shut her down. Make it a 15-team league. We'll play basketball, baseball, softball, tennis, golf. We'll do those things. There is no future after Nikki. Did you see that recruiting ranking? Oh, my God. There is no existence with a number like that. You just can't continue to move ahead into the future. Topwater Assassin says Bill. <laughs> Have you been playing coin? Topwater Assassin, I hold some as we speak this very minute. I checked about an hour ago in the pre market. It was around 210. Now that runs Coinbase with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is trying to penetrate 60K. Yes, I wouldn't have brought this up, but he brought it up. He started this conversation. (laughs) Yes, I do. 
I've got me some of that. Yeah, I do. Josh up in Picktown, Ohio. Hey, Bill, good morning. Tornadoes in London and Columbus. Now, he's talking about London, Ohio, his former home. And CBUS, he says, happened this morning. Nasty weather up here. Yeah, I was hearing about it on the news, so. Yeah, be careful up there, Josh. We, we have to have you ready for your wedding, which is at Spring Commitments, May the 2nd, on the lovely Emerald Coast. Got to have you ready. Josh up in Pecktown. Yeah, Bill, one of those Buckeye violations is because Brian Hartline retweeted a tweet. Is the NCAA, we we know through the years they've lost command through the many years they've lost respect. They don't know how to read a room at all. Maybe the worst ever at that. But. Did they, within the last year, just decide, you know, we allowed all this lawlessness. Everybody knows it's lawless. They laugh at us about the lawlessness and the nothingness that we do about it. So let's start flexing here and there. Is that what they decided? That's what it feels like. Okay, we hear all the criticism laughing at us vigilanteism on Bill's show, all all that. I doubt they said exactly that, but you know what I mean. So let's just start randomly popping up and letting everybody know we still can flex off a little bit. Is that what happened? That's what it feels like. There's no other reason for it. Yeah, Brian Hartline... I'm sure the reason he gets all those five-star commits is because he knows how to retweet dudes. I'm sure that's it. Hey, Brian, what's your secret? Well, it's something that nobody really wants to do because they're all too lazy. Retweet big-name recruits. Gets them every time. They cannot resist that. It's like a cat with catnip. They cannot resist it. I know this because when I go to the store to get treats for Kanunu, who's the uh, the show's cat, and with me during every show. She's right here, about five feet from me right now, wondering what the heck I'm talking about every day. Bill, or no, Daddy, what are you talking about? I don't even understand all that stuff. Anyways, when I go get the treats, you can get all these flavors, seafood medley, Salmon, tuna, turkey flavored, yeah, chicken flavored. The one that gets her every time is the one that says catnip. That's the one. She just goes nuts. It's it's the same with recruits. When Heartline retweets them, it's over. They just commit. All these Johnny five-star receivers, that's the trick. Topwater assassin. Bill, I know it's early. 
But I was shocked that Bama wasn't in the top 20. Wonder when the last time they weren't in the top 20. Oh, it happens a lot with Saban early on. Now, I don't remember the exact number. Maybe they were 28th. I think one year they were 50th or something. And that always corrects. And it did under Nick. And I assume it'll correct here. Now, I don't know if Coach DeBoer is about top two to top three which Nick was always one, two, one, two, three, somewhere in there every year, pretty much. Kirby's that way every year. And I don't, we don't know that yet because Coach DeBoer has not had his hands on the Alabama job long enough for us to make that determination. I assume it'll be very good. I assume they're going to get lots of dudes. But, no, I'm not surprised just because of the history. How many times, and maybe you just didn't notice, that we would talk about recruiting rankings. Maybe it was when we were talking with Kevin, and it would be real early in the spring or something, and we'd laugh about it and say, hey, man, Alabama's ranked 47th. It's crashing. It's crashing down on Nikki. Nah, I'm not, I'm not surprised just because of the historical perspective feature to that topic. Yes, Topwater Assassin, I have some C-O-I-N options. Oh, yeah. They're going to be pretty here in about two or three hours, hopefully. If not, they'll crash on me. Coming up, Big Six Previews. Brad Omni Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. A few areas are seeing some rain showers, especially up around the Clarksville area as that traffic builds right now. Coming in from Montgomery County and Clarksville on 24 eastbound through the Jolton area. That's starting to get pretty heavy. It's already busy on 24 west out of Murfreesboro, Rutherford County into Antioch. Still clear right now over here in Hermitage. We expect that to get a little bit busier here in a few minutes with that traffic behind it. Coming in from Wilson County, Mount Julian area towards Hermitage on 40 westbound. Princess Hot Chicken is catering. Check them out online. PrincessHotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. Attention business owners. WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville Sports Radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 
615-844-1039 or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity. It's the return of the Ford Center, downtown Evansville, for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. He knows more about the oblong spheroid than any man in America. It's Bill King. Preciatia. Big six previews. Wednesdays with us, working on next year's book, all the data. It's what he does all day, every day. Brett, good morning to you, sir. Hey, good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Question on the text line, which for everybody is 615-844-5600. This is Matt. It says C-Bus, Ohio. Okay, I'll take your word for it there. But wants to know about Penn State. He wants to know. Did you say a couple of weeks ago on this show, when we were talking about Penn State, that this could be James Franklin's best team there? Well, I don't think I said that, but um, it it could trend that way um, because what's holding them back was their offense. Uh, I think you want to see more of a complete team. The defense has been there for quite some time. It's been there for a decade, first for under Brent Pry, and then the last two years, Manny Diaz. I'm sure that'll continue under Tom Allen. A very, you know, quite a rolodex of hires that Franklin has pulled off on the defensive side of the ball. They've always had the defense, but with offense, I think you see a step forward this year with Andy Kotzenecki coming in from Kansas. Guy turned into uh, turned around the worst offense in America into a top ten unit back to back seasons. And um, you know they've always recruited well here the last five ten years, especially the last three. Uh, there's a lot of blue chip talent there. So I could see it rounding into form. Uh, some questions they need to patch up. Uh, you want to see a, you know, the quarterback spot develop like it like it should. And I was a young starter last year. Um, and on a conference scale, it looks like Ohio State and Oregon at the top. But that third spot right now in the pecking order is up for grabs. And I think you can make the case for Penn State um, with all the the, trans, the transition that Michigan's going through. Um, same with Washington, a lot of transition. I don't think USC is a, a well-balanced team 
So, yeah, you can make the case that they're right in the Big Ten conversation. And if you're in the Big Ten conversation going forward, that means you're in the national title conversation. I'm going to use the word stability, and that'll sound a little odd because they just transitioned in two new coordinators you talked about. But but just as a staff, they're in very good shape. That's a good-looking group. Yeah, it's a proven coaching staff, a proven program. Um, it, you know, it, fr- it frustrates some of the fans out here in Pennsylvania because they see how close they get, but not to the big dance. You know, they, they've been they're always in that top twelve range. They're never finished in the top four. Um, they're close. Uh, they they you know they get nine ten wins every year, but they come up short against Ohio State. So the fans are waiting for that breakthrough. Recruiting wise, it's there, and that, maybe that fuels some of the disappointment. Is because he's an ace recruiter, James Franklin. Uh, the amount of talent he brings into to Pennsylvania. You know, you're not recruiting in the southeast of the country or in California or Texas. Uh, I love Pennsylvania too, but there just aren't as many four star and five star talent that you get down south. So for him to land a top five, top ten class here and there, it's very impressive. So I think the fan base is ready for the breakthrough. A 12-team playoff really benefits a program like that, where they're definitely in the mix now for a playoff spot year in and year out. Betsy Ancia, just across the way a little bit at Pitt, pretty good run under Coach Narduzzi, and maybe not so much here recently. What is that looking like? What's, what's their future? Yeah, well, you know, it, it was a great run defensively, especially, and I think that's Pat Narduzzi's calling card. Uh, his defensive staff, Randy Bates, they've been incredible. Um, you know, I run all my advanced metrics, my advanced stats, and uh, defensively, Pitt every single year is, is at the top of the list defensively, um, especially in my negative play rate that one looks at disruption in the backfield, you know, sacks, tackles for loss, splitses. Uh, they do it, they hit home, and they're great at it. And that was really their story for years uh in 2021 it finally clicked on offense with kenny pickett and uh they got all the way to the acc title you could argue uh they ended or started to end the clemson dynasty there in in that year um but last year you know it was definitely a transition year so neither side clicked it was their worst team in a long time um fresh off of their best two and three year samples in a while so i don't know it, it was last year the outlier, or was last year the start of a meltdown? We'll, we'll learn more this this fall coming up. But I've had a chance to interview Pat Narduzzi. He's a great guy, a great interview, loves the game, loves defense, loves scheme. You know, he's a real football guy. So I think that a lot of the Bill, Ke- Bill King listeners would love Pat Narduzzi. Yeah, in 21, they went 11-3, and three, and you mentioned that season. Then they won nine. So 20 in two years and then three and nine, and you're right – this year may reveal the window to the future, at least the immediate future. I go back to uh, Johnny Majors, Jackie, Cheryl, Foch, Fazio, and I tie this together because you were talking about James is up there in Pennsylvania. It's not like you're down in the South. Well, back then, state of Pennsylvania was freaking loaded. I mean, you, you I'm not saying that Pitt and Penn State only made a living there. But it was just loaded with personnel. And I would say population drained some throughout the decades has cost them some. Now, Penn State's always gone down the eastern seaboard. They'll come down south a little bit. Heck, uh, Pitt came down here to Natchez, Mississippi, and got one of the great defensive ends in the history of college ball in Hugh Green. So they've they've Mm -hmm. been down in here some, Brett. But it's interesting you talked about that earlier. 
Yeah, well, I think a lot of it is demographic uh, movements throughout the country over the decades. Right. Uh, back in the you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, Pennsylvania had all the industry, all the steel industry, um, and it was really booming. And, uh, and you see, and same with Ohio, too. Remember, Pittsburgh's right there on the border with Ohio on the western side of the state. And Western PA produced so many uh, great high school football teams, but players, too. And the prospect list was incredible. They call it the cradle of quarterbacks when you go back another generation. Um, you know, that, the big 33 game, they call it, was the 33 best players in high school of PA against Ohio. That was like a who's who All-America game pretty much for recruiting. Um, so, you know, over the decades, you've seen a lot of that power shift down to the southeast of the country in Texas. Um, so, unfortunately, that, that hurts a program like Pitt. But it's great you mentioned those old coaches because that 20-win two-year uh, two year frame, 2021 and 2022, that was Pitt's best two-year frame since those national title runs in the late 70s and then early 80s. So uh, it was at a peak a couple years back, and we'll see if 2023 was an outlier itself or the start of a downturn. Brett Ciancia, Pick 6 Previews, top water assassin here on Twitter. Says, guys, speaking of Manny Diaz, after all his highs and lows, you think he'd stay at Duke forever if he can win six to eight games a year? He goes, I don't think I'd go for another big-time job again if I were him. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's easy to say, but uh, these coaches are hyper-competitive, and I'm sure that if he were to rip off a nine- or ten-win season at Duke, I'm sure he'd be getting calls from some of the biggest programs and biggest money programs in the country. So uh, it's, it's hard to forecast that out, but – I think they made a good hire, Duke. Um, you know, it worked last time with Mike Elko, and it's a similar profile where you're hiring an ace defensive guy, ace guru defensive coordinator. Uh, Mike Elko, of course, pulled that off at A&M and Notre Dame and Wake Forest before that. Manny Diaz is fresh off of the Penn State defense in the last two years, some of the best in the country, you know, arguably the best last year. Um, but now add another layer in there that he's very familiar with the ACC, having – coordinated at Miami, and then uh, had the head coach job there three years. So I think that they did really well for Duke, and um, he's going to bring a feisty defense back like they've had the last couple of years. And I think that you can view the, the Manny Diaz-Duke hire basically how you viewed his tenure at Miami. Did you view that positively or negatively? I, I could see some silver linings from that tenure down at Miami. So I think Duke uh, made a home run hire for what they were given. His point about highs and lows heck it doesn't seem that long ago he was here he lived here in the borough just 30 40 minutes from here and was the defensive coordinator for mtsu and took that and elevated his resume was the coordinator at texas recently you mentioned at penn state was the head coach at miami he's been around he's been a lot of places dad was the uh, mayor back in the day of miami He's had a heck of a run here, and as we know, Brett, Cutcliffe had some good years. Elko there briefly did well, but that's a tough gig. That can also be a bad gig if you're not careful. Yeah, it's a really tough gig. Uh, a lot of long-term limitations that I don't even know if they're solvable, but you need to work around, and one of them being a, a smaller student body, which then leads to a smaller alumni base. It's a very national, nationwide, even international uh, alumni base, so you're not getting the packed stadiums from the local alumni and, and the local, you know, towny support. So there are definitely some struggles there, and that, that feeds back into the NIL pool and the talent acquisition and all that. So it, it waterfalls down from that. But 
Um, but still, it's a world-class academic place, and a lot of players are interested in that, and they want to come play in that. So it is doable uh, to get some successful seasons. But uh, I like to hire, again, uh, because of what, what's his core competency. It's designing great defenses, and he's done that everywhere. Um, yeah, the Miami years, they had some losses. But if you look at just their defense, the defense was never the problem. And uh, they, they continue to trot out top defenses for Manny Diaz. So I, I, I like to hire. This falls into the category of you can't control it, so why worry about it? But the future of the ACC, and I do not place it with the Pac-12's implosion, its demise. I'm not equating those. But the future is a worry because Florida State's getting out. One way or another, they're out of there. That will cause some sort of a chain reaction. How big Unclear, but Clemson will want out. They're not as vocal, but they'll want out. North Carolina wants out. Miami wants out. I don't know where everybody's new home will be, but that is real. That's not bar stool. You're sitting there and you've had too many drinks and you're thinking stuff up. That's that's real. The problem then becomes, Brett, your ESPN money because – that relationship will deteriorate, and the money you're bringing in, which right now people aren't happy about 30-something million a year, that's a worry. Now, again, Manny Diaz isn't thinking about that this morning at breakfast, right? But that's a concern. Yeah, it's definitely a less stable ground than the Big Ten and the SEC provide right now. And, um, yeah, two major parts you hit on them, uh, one being that their best programs won out, and they're very public about that. And they've been, you know, that, that's a known quantity. If you take away the power source of the ACC, your Florida State, Clemson, even in Miami uh, or UNC for basketball, yeah, that's going to really hurt the prestige, and you'd then be forced to backfill. You know, it, it would become somewhat in between the ACC and the AAC, uh, kind of a quasi-Power 5 league. If you bring in, just say, uh, you know, Tulane or, USF and, and really just keep going down that rabbit hole. Um, but the other pro- problem is how long dated their TV contract is. It's all the way locked until 2036. And I, I don't follow the TV stuff too much, but I do know that these numbers, each contract forward, they just go up exponentially. So, you know, every three years, every five years, why would you lock into a 20 year deal? Uh, that's going to be outdated very, very quickly. It already is. So they're behind the eight ball financially. And there's uh, unrest from the member uh, member schools. What they should have done is gotten on the offensive when they saw the other ones. And I know that Cal and Stanford are Power Five programs, but they aren't really game changers like a Notre Dame would have been if they could have brought them in for football. So, uh, yeah, we're going to see about the ACC. There's a lot of issues there. Steve in Texarkana does not say if it's the Texas side or the Arkansas side, but Texarkana wants to know. And this is kind of a unusual word to use with the Aggies, but could they be a surprise? Um, for conference realignment, I don't think so. I, I no. saw some some crazy no, just, tweet come out saying uh, that the ACC. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I saw some tweet about A and M being conference realignment. There's no way they're leaving SEC money. No, it's um, crazy. I know. For this upcoming season, well, yeah, they definitely, uh, you know, they, they impressed defensively last year. Uh, that's one of my teams when I'm going through my numbers reviewing the 2023 season. They were better than their record showed. And um, same with the year before that. They were, they were a lot of one-score losses. So a team like that with the recruiting background and pipeline they have, you're waiting for the breakthrough. Uh, Mike Elko, you know, is going to keep that defensive run going. And um, a lot of it will come down to the offense. But 
yeah, keep an eye on them. I, I haven't dug in too deep on the SEC yet, so I'll get you a much clearer answer in a few weeks or months here. Opener Notre Dame at A&M. That's a heck of a game. Wow. <laughs> yep, that's why we love it. That's something to look forward to for that opening weekend. And, uh, you know, there's, there's neutral site. I want to do away with the neutral site games and get them back on the campus. It sounds like that's an example of that. So that's going to be special. Tell everybody what they can do to get your information. Thank you. Pick 6 Previews on Twitter, pick6previews.com. And, again, it's the annual season preview book. Uh, 2024 edition is underway. Uh, starting out my research, I started out with Stanford and Cal. Uh, touched on Duke, so I'm glad you had some Duke questions. And yeah, that's coming out July. So a long ways to go. Uh, until then, on Twitter, fix this previews. See you next week, sir. Thanks, Bill. Mike Elko, the head coach for Riley Leonard. Now they're against each other in the opener. No, Steve Angeli, he absolutely played well in that bowl game. Cannot deny that. But they didn't bring Riley Leonard in to be sitting behind anybody. That ain't happening. Angeli was a pleasant surprise. I'll give you that. Now, bowl games are tricky. Got to be real careful thinking a bowl game and then saying, okay, that equals this for the playing portion coming up. Very slippery slope when you draw those conclusions. Got to be careful. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. I see a delay north of Nashville up there in Robertson County on 65 northbound near that Portland exit. Again, it's either a wreck or they're doing some road work. I see a crash on 24 eastbound at OHB. That's north of town, slowing down that traffic with a little bit of rubbernecking on 24 east, passing the Jolton exit, headed towards Nashville, coming in from Jolton. Really heavy on 24 west out of Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, up through the Hickory Hollow area towards Nashville. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering. Check them out online today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizumkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to Skyrisi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrisi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. Your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis, and visit skyrizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from Nashville Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. The Bill King Show, originating live from downtown Music City from the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text the studio now at 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. Blake Rafino Tahoe, Power to this Wednesday edition. Tom in Milwaukee says, Bill, Wisconsin number nine in recruiting, go Badgers. That is interesting. Now it's February, late February. I don't know if that holds, but Wisconsin is always, and this is one of the many reasons I respect and admire Wisconsin football. From Barry Alvarez to now, let's say. I think they understand who they are, what they're about, what they're capable of, and what it needs to look like as well as any football program. I admire that. Now, you may just take that for granted. Yeah, Bill, everybody knows. No, they don't. So many campuses, so many universities do not understand either what they're capable of, what they're not capable of, or how to go about it. That entire mixture. Wisconsin gets all of the above. Are they going to win a national championship? No. That's not what you're going to get done there. Now, they may not come out and say it the way I did, but can you be really good? Win double digits, be a problem, put dudes in the NFL, have a very good program, develop, get some dudes uh, in recruiting, but mainly develop? Oh, absolutely. 
and Luke Fickle will do a fantastic job there, beginning in year two coming up. Yeah, Luke Luke Fickle will do a very good job there. How long will he be there? Well, it's a really good job. But if, let's say a Notre Dame came calling, and again, I'm not even suggesting right now. Marcus Freeman is Marcus Freeman is on the verge of some things, guys. And I'll get into that in a moment, but if if and we always have the Buckeye debate about could he go back after that twenty eleven season. That wasn't his fault. He he got handed that mess. Was not his fault. None of that was his fault. But it looked it looked bad on the resume because what percentage of the public actually know what all went on there to the demise of that program in 2011? What percentage of the average dude out there, probably a small percentage, was not his fault. And he's been a fantastic head coach. I don't know if he would admit it, but that lesson – Probably is to his betterment. Wasn't real pleasant. Didn't taste too good, but probably part of the catalyst that drives him right now. What makes him the tough guy coach he is. And I appreciate that stuff. Marcus Freeman, we were talking about recruiting rankings, and yeah, it's early. It's way early. But they're ranked number one. Will that hold? Probably not. But they are getting more dudes now, and they are involved with more dudes than I can recall in a long time. And I mean just the last few recruiting classes and the ones that they're either getting now or recruiting now. They are making a move closer towards the top than any time in several decades. What that looks like this year, how close they come, unclear. We'll let it play out. But I'm just telling you, based on players, coaches, they're very well set up with that staff. They're they're as well off at their coordinator positions as I think any team in the country. They got lots of quarterbacks in that quarterback room who are good. The receiving woes they had with lack of personnel is not the case anymore. They're very stout on the lines of scrimmage. They are as sticky in the secondary as any team in the country coming up this year. Head by Benjamin Morrison, who's a sticky corner. He's probably the stickiest corner in college football right now. Heading into his true junior season. They have a lot going for them. You want to take that recruiting and making it a top five annual situation there? Take another step if you're Notre Dame. You don't have to win it all. That's hard. Take another step in prominence. And they won't have problems getting dudes. They're already getting dudes, but they can take it another step. That's possible. 
That's possible. I'm telling you, folks, this is a roster that is very attractive. I don't know where on that roster right now I would complain. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'd like to see him a more a little more sudden and better at linebacker in some cases. Maybe if I'm really trying to dig my way into where the the warts are. And they're pretty good at linebacker. It's definitely not a, a weakness, but it can be a problem. They have not been as good there as they need to be. They've recruited very well there. That should not be a problem. That shouldn't be a problem at all. No fan in the 863. Bill, I know I asked you about the future, Bill, but Notre Dame getting better is not a good look on Kelly. Well, I don't – I think Brian was frustrated. He'd had a couple undefeated teams, got to the BCS championship, got to the playoffs, and couldn't go in there and really have a chance to win any of those games. And I think Brian is a guy, he's a Boston guy, he's very um, temperamental. I like Brian, by the way. And I think he just, I think he got frustrated and an LSU gold mine like that, you just, it's just fresh energy for him. Did he probably miscalculate there? on recruiting based on we just can't get that kind of dude here like Alabama can and Georgia can and Ohio State? Maybe. But it's not going to hurt him at LSU. Biggest problem he has right now at LSU is he's got to find a defense. And I mean defense, D, big D. And we'll talk to Blake. We've already talked to Blake a bunch about that, but it's true. That's that's the issue he's got right now. That's the problem he's got right now. We need to get to break. Coming up here shortly, Blake at the top of the hour. Then we're clear. We're clear the whole way. Tomorrow, T.J. Pittenger will be with us. J.C. Sherber. Dave Hooker. I mentioned no Kevin Hedges. Kevin's got some uh, family things going on. And uh, hopefully we'll have him back next week. But all good. All good with Kevin. No worries. We are presented by the place where we will be doing the show live on Friday. The Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, wrapping up the paperwork on that wreck 24 eastbound in OHB. You'll see that as you come in from the Jolton area as it really starts to get busy now on I-40, passing the airport over here through Hermitage, Donaldson, westbound on I-40. It continues to run really slow in that northern section of Robertson County up there on 65 northbound up by the Portland exit. Heavy traffic continues to flow in right now on 24 westbound, coming up through the Antioch area in from Murfreesboro. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring. Go by and see them in person or check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house. So I asked him how he did it. And he smiled and he said he went to the knowledge tree. (laughs) He had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers, folks like me who get the runaround from banks, and he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number, 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage, 859-9599. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. It's a Bill King show. Like I've mentioned, I thought Nick had a good five years still left in it. This one comes as a complete shock to me. If I sat here and said, I had a feeling, guys, Nick was trending, I'd be lying. I'd just be, that'd be the host trying to act like he knew something he didn't know. Why would I present that to you? I am shocked. I was taken aback by it. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Hashtag fat side up. Tweet to Bill at Bill is King to enter the arena of ideas. Yeah, Georgia dog, this is interesting. Done on the Emerald Coast. Bill, Ohio became the 25th state to ban prop bets on college football. You can no longer bet on a player's stats like the NFL. You can bet the winner over, under, etc. Reason was players may get harassed by big-time batters for poor performance. Or they could be bribed. Right? I think that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what you're saying. Tank a game, something like that. That's a good rule. That's a good rule. And it's for college football. It's not across the board, but it's for college football. I agree with that. 
Yeah, I agree with that. That's that's, and I haven't really kept up. I read that the other day. I think Josh might have sent a note or maybe a week ago. But no, that's that safeguard. I think is a very very good idea. I would have to endorse that. Yeah, I would. Blake Rafino coming up at the top of the hour. Watching a little college baseball. I don't know what we've been able to glean much yet. It's not league on league. It's not intra-league play yet. It's fun. No, I'm enjoying it. But what does it mean when you're going head-to-head inside your league? Unclear. We know who the power teams are because it's a pretty standard list. But midweek games, mismatches, and some of those games can be tough. They're not all easy, but it's it's difficult to say exactly how that translates into intra-league play. Ken in Middle Georgia sent a note here. Ken, did you want me to look at this? He said, Bill, can you relate to rooting for your favorite college sports team, which is operating on GoFundMe? The University of Antelope Valley was sold by its founders to a company about two years ago. The school has since had financial problems and has been evicted from the property. The employees were notified that they would be paid 25% of their salaries plus stock in the company. The board of trustees announced the school would no longer fund the school's athletic programs. Basketball baseball teams have successfully resorted to money from GoFundMe to continue competing in conference and national tournaments. Because I'm sure this isn't the first time this has ever occurred, but it's the first I've ever seen. Good friend Ken down there. You know what? I've never heard of something like that. I, I like you, I don't know if that's the first time, but I don't recall reading a story. It would have to be a small school. You wouldn't read a story where just so happens that the University of Texas has to go fund me. I need new equipment. (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, Yeah, big, big, big Texas, man. We need a little bit more from the the fan base out there. Here's here's our GoFundMe. Go go click on the uh, link that looks like it's a horns up sign. Yeah, that, that's that's the one we want you to check. <laughs> no, I can't. That one's new. I, I, I cannot say that I know anything similar to that. So the college is Antelope Valley. All right. Well, I hope they get what they need. I hope they can play. Says it's going okay, according to that story. Blake Rafino when we come back. Hour 2, Wednesday edition, Omni Nashville Hotel.